The Leadership File on Premier. Welcome to The Leadership File, bringing you conversations with leaders and experts on leadership themes. I'm Andy Peck, your host, uh, and whether you're listening live or via the podcast, it's great to have you along. We're recording, of course, safely now during the lockdown that the UK is under. And um, so I've got my guest uh, via Skype today and uh, looking forward to that very much. So we've all probably heard the advice, play to your strengths. But how well do we do this? And would you know your strengths and those of your working colleagues? Well, I'm joined this week by Barbara McNish. Uh, Barbara was formerly church planting in Spain before becoming aware of the value of strengths through StrengthsFinder, which is a, a psychometric tool developed by uh, Gallup. Uh, she went on to serve her missionary organisation, uh, Communitas International, as a team trainer and coach for the European churches. She also launched her own, launched her own business as a team coach and trainer, uh, TriQuesta Teams, helping teams form vision, mission, strategy and helping them figure out how to do team well by understanding one another's strengths and filling one another's gaps. So this week on The Leadership Fire, we're going to be considering our strengths and valuing our work colleagues in whatever setting we find ourselves. So welcome, Barbara, to The Leadership Fire. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. So um, it seems that God led you to valuing strengths. Maybe you could just briefly uh, share your story. Thank you. Um, yes. Well, uh, what I'll do is I'll just take you back to those moments when we were church planting in, in Italy. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I put Spain, didn't I? I couldn't, anyway. it, it's, you know... It's Europe. <laughs> I, made, I made a mistake, sorry. No problem. Um, and uh, so we've been church planting in Italy for about three years, and we had used StrengthsFinder as a team to, to develop our team, and we'd had the most wonderful team experience. It was one of those rare moments where you've got a group of people outside their comfort zone, outside their culture, and, and the, it forges a very deep community. And StrengthsFinder was part of that narrative, but it definitely didn't really work for me or fall into place for me in terms of the language of strengths and the philosophy of strengths until we left Italy. And this was our lowest point. It was a moment of uh, just extreme loss, uh, burnout, feelings of failure because the, the way the team ended up having to disperse was before we had planned and we ended up leaving Italy without actually even realizing we were leaving Italy all our stuff was still there in storage and it wasn't until we got to our leadership summit and had conversations with our leaders that we realized that we we needed to not go back right, right. and um, in that moment we were just experiencing all of that huge reaction and transition and burnout. And in that moment, we were offered a coaching conversation with an expert strengths coach. And it was an absolutely pivotal moment. It was one of those transformational conversations. Um, we, you know, we walked into that conversation with all those negative emotions and we walked out literally feeling physically taller and physically lighter because of how he had sort of pulled out of us these qualities and traits, these sort of God-given character reflections and ways of thinking, feeling and behaving that we hadn't really looked at in that way before. And he'd shown us how those things work together in, in the two of us and, and could impact the world around us powerfully. And it gave us tremendous hope as we were just trying to pick our lives up and figure out what was next. 
Right. And it gave us tremendous energy. And I think since then, well, after that moment, I just thought, this is what I want to do. I want to be able to help other people in these sorts of moments to to um, find hope and find energy. And I've seen it over and over again, the sort of energy and joy that's released when people see how precious and valuable the things God has given them, the talents God has given them are, and what they're, they've been given them for to work for in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, many listening will have not been through what's called Strengths Finder, as I, I mentioned in the introduction. So uh, obviously this con- conversation may encourage them to do so, but could you speak in a general way about the value of us knowing our strengths uh, you you obviously got it um full on when you when you went for your coaching conversation mm. yes so i think many of us know in a general way what we're good at um and i think that uh, you know we we work to do roles and jobs that play to those qualities and competencies and skills but i think what strengths finder does is takes it to a a much deeper level and a a deeper sense of that self-knowledge and what i think self-knowledge does is it gives you choice it means that you aren't working on autopilot so much you can decide how you develop yourself and how you can mitigate the things that aren't so helpful for the people around you Um, so that i think strengths finder gives you a language by which you can really develop yourself and deepen your self-knowledge which then in the context of leadership or teams means you can release a great deal more um, power and edge more energy and more um, impact through what you do and who you are yeah and just to, so just to explain it's uh, uh, you can you do a, do an online um, assessment um, Yes. Via, via, via the via the web of course um take about 40 minutes that's right yeah it, it actually often takes less it's a time because it's a psychometric tool it's time they want you to give a very instinctive response but yeah you can just go log on to um you know google gallup and you can find the gallup access site and you can buy a code and do the do the assessment online yeah and it's relatively cheap isn't it um i haven't checked the the, the price but it's 20 25 pounds something like that yeah, it's twenty pounds for the top five, yeah. and they brought down the price for getting all thirty-four. They said it's thirty-four different themes they look at, um, and that can be quite useful too. And that's fifty pounds, I believe. Yeah, and that obviously tells you what what your least <laughs> least strengths are, as it were. The, the thirty-fourth. <laughs> uses, although people do tend to go there too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I mean, many Christian leaders will understand the need to lay down their lives for others they might struggle with the idea of playing to their strengths you know and there's that classic verse god is made god's strength is made perfect in weakness which the apostle paul mentioned so uh, you must have heard people say that uh, to you um, as a christian in this field yes i think there's a lot of sort of worry around aren't we being a bit self-indulgent by you know isn't that anti-biblical but what i think is really interesting you know in that that opening on that question you've got a couple of concepts going on there so uh, the first one is all about maturing godly character that idea of self-sacrifice laying yourself down uh, humility unselfishness that is you know to develop those skills and qualities is about the growth of mature christian character and that's absolutely biblical um but it's also biblical to develop your talents and your skills you know you look at 1 corinthians 12 you look at um the parable of the talents it you know, god gives us things and that includes our personality it includes our our talents to develop for his service 
And so um, I think the point isn't that by by developing our strengths, as the language of StrengthsFinder calls them, we are sort of becoming, we don't need God anymore. I think we really do. And that second concept in the questioning about God's power being made perfect in weakness, I mean, this is one of my life verses, because in my 20s, I had chronic fatigue syndrome, so I was literally physically oh, very wow. weak. Yeah. Um, and, you know, finding that God would could talk to me about that my value was not in my strengths or talents, it wasn't in my actions or achievements, it was simply in being his child. And learning to be a human being and not a human doing was a, a huge part of that part of my life. And I think that, you know, we are always going to run up against our human limitations and God is there, his grace is sufficient and he comes through in amazing ways. But that doesn't mean that we're actually let off the hook of developing the, the gifts that he's given us. Yeah. Um, a tricky question perhaps, Barbara, to answer, but, but I mean, you work with church leaders. I mean, are there any observations that are more you know as you as you see church leaders you think crumbs yeah typically there there's a weakness here in terms of their understanding of their strengths or what would be your observations if if there are any generalized observations yes it's an interesting one isn't it i think i mean there are as many different leadership styles as there are leaders and i think that um in terms of actual traits and qualities i haven't got many generalities but i think there are um, there are three common concerns that I think I see a lot in leaders. Um, so the first one is I think there's there's a lot um, sort of around the idea of isolation. That leaders really are often very lonely and often um, having to use their talents and skills and be expected to be all things to all people. Um, you know, cover all the bases, and then they're going to have to do things that are, are outside of their strengths. Um, and I think sometimes there's within that, there's also that uh, drive to try to be a certain kind of leader, that there's a sort of, just, I think different denominations or church structures have different ideas about what a leader should be. And uh, to try to live up to those impossible standards, I think only increases that sense of isolation. So uh, I think that StrengthsMinder can be a helpful tool with that in terms of really moving into leading out of who you are and learning how who you need to come alongside you to to fill the gaps as it were right. and the second issue that i think i see quite a lot is um and i think this is changing actually um but i think there's been quite a lack in the past in terms of investing in leaders to train them to manage other people well so giving them really great people management skills there's often a lot more of a focus on other other skills in right. their training sure sure um so i think uh really sort of learning those people development skills can add enormously to a, a leader's sense of of camaraderie and being in this with other people but it also means they can build healthy teams which build healthy churches so there's a really huge knock-on effect and I think the third issue that I was thinking would be one that I see a really helpful one to raise is the sort of unknown area or an often untalked about area of um, power play in churches oh yes um, so I think all of us are feel less powerful on the inside than other people experience us on the outside and I think when it comes to leadership this is a really important conversation to have of you may not feel that you're a powerful person but just by 
by dint of you being a leader, you are in a powerful position. And if you can unpack how powerful you are, and actually, not that it's not a bad thing. Power so often is synonymous in our minds with being domineering or controlling. But actually, if you look at Jesus, he's the power incarnate walking about on earth without any sense of, of that control or bullying. Um, so power is not a bad thing. But if you can expose it and understand it and use it to raise others up, you uh, you really grow. And I think it's a, a wonderful conversation to have. Thank you. Well, you're listening to The Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Barbara McNish. We're talking about strengths and we'll be back just after this. Welcome back to The Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Barbara McNish. Uh, Barbara was uh, formerly church planting in Italy, uh, is now uh, working with uh, as a business uh, team coach and trainer. Uh, TriQuester Teams is the uh, ministry that she or the business that she runs, helping uh, teams form vision, mission, strategy, and helping them figure out how to do team well by understanding one another's strengths and filling one another's gaps. And so we're looking at strengths and uh, uh, particularly using the, the Gallup tool Strengths Finder, which we talked about before the break. And uh, we're going to talk a, a bit more about the, the value of focusing on strengths as a, uh, as leaders. So, um, Barbara, can you think of a leader who's adjusted their way of working because of discovering their actual strengths as opposed to what they may have assumed or, or been drawn to? Uh, I've got one story that I'd love to share. Um, I, I wouldn't actually say that he discovered his strengths because I actually think quite often when you do a, a thing like Strengths Finder, it actually tells you what you already know. But what it what it does tell you is to how to reframe that. So when he did Strengths Finder, uh, he was actually at a point of burnout. He was absolutely exhausted. He had some of these strengths themes that have a great drive for action and achievement. Um, so there's a lot of, he has really, you know, great energy and capacity to do a lot. But at this point, he got to the point of having over overdone it and really got burnt out. And he was alongside other leaders that had similar strengths. There was that real sort of recruiting to similarity going on around them. Um, so while they were super productive and the output of of what they were doing was was great, you know, running all these amazing ministries, it the the strengths he was working out of were not producing life in him or those around him. Um, and that's a really good measure as whether your your strengths are, are actually strengths or whether they're still in their raw, undeveloped stage. So these talents um, weren't working for him. And as we had this conversation around StrengthsFinder, he was able to kind of really look at them more objectively and work out, okay, what is it that's driving me beyond these limits? How do I work out what rest looks like? for me, how do I um, adjust the team so that instead of us having this, this work ethic that's actually driving us all beyond our capacity, we, we honour Sabbath, we allow one another to put our priorities in the right order, we put our families first and we, we really look at that. And the impact of this conversation that, that he had um, and then the team had was absolutely enormous. Um, it filtered down to the whole church because the church itself was very, very busy. And, you know, those who were serving were, were really maxed out on all these wonderful ministries they were doing. Um, and so it, it changed, the narrative changed, the, the preaching changed to 
you know, really talking about emotional well-being and healthy, healthy spirituality, healthy work for the kingdom. Um, and, you know, the, the church, it's still a busy church, they still love to, to do, um, but it's got a balance there that just wasn't there before. Oh, it's terrific. No, terrific to hear, Barbara. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, looking more specifically at teamwork, which of course is part of your business's um, focus, um, I have to say it's my observation that the word team is a misnomer to describe how some people work. Uh, you know, you have church, church staff teams where basically the members get on with their work pretty independently. So, I guess you work with a range of teams. Um, what would be the main things that are top of your agenda when you're working with a team? <laughs> I try not to have an agenda. But ah, fair enough. <laughs> you're, you're quite right. I think that the word team is not often used with much idea about the concept of team. Um, and it does take a, uh, you know, quite a bit of work for, for that sort of silo mentality to, to shift. Um, and I think that you know, this idea that a team is, a, is an interdependent group of people working towards a common vision, a common goal, a common purpose. Um, you know, the team will need to work on what is their vision, what is their common purpose, and how are they really interdependent? And that comes a lot with that sort of first team concept that your your first team is the leadership team, your second team is whatever group you lead, whether you're the children's minister or the worship coordinator or, or whatever. Those have to serve the purpose and goal of the leadership team, and that comes first. Um, so, uh, in turn, so if I was going into a team, I, I would want to try and help them work out where they need to do the work. And I have a little framework that I that I've uh, developed, which I call the three P's. But all team working needs these three P's uh, in order to to thrive. So the first one is purpose. What is the team's purpose? Does that need some work and clarification? Do they need to, to rethink their vision and their goals and their strategy, both short and long term? The next one is people. Who's in the team? What talents, strengths, uh, competencies, skills, um, you know, brilliance do they bring to the table? What development do they need? What? How do you build great team relationships? And then the other one is um, protocols. So, what are your working agreements? What have you decided in terms of communication? Um, who is in the office when? Who, um, you know, how quickly do you respond to to emails? Those those sort of things can be the groundwork for lots of conflict and difficulty. And if you just have great conversations around what your team guidelines are, then you can you can really work much more efficiently. So uh, I do a little bit of work with the team to figure out which of those areas is, is the one that they need to work, and then we, we go go from there. Fabulous. Good. Um, obviously, strengths finders won't necessarily focus on whether you're right for a particular job, um, but you must have come across people who conclude they're in the wrong role completely when they've <laughs> gone through things. Yes, and I think what's so wonderful about a tool like StrengthsFinder is that uh, if... Um, you know, if you have a conversation around that, it's such a brilliant, positive place for someone to, to make that discovery and then to really work towards, well, if this isn't a good fit for who I am, what would be? Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think it's great. One of my, my early coaches when I first trained um, with Gallup uh, changed her career completely because of that conversation. Oh, wow. 
because strengths gave her the confidence to try for something she hadn't really dared try before. But hearing how how wonderful her strengths were and how how amazing they could be in that that role gave her the confidence to go for it and she she went for it and she became completely indispensable in her new new role um and you could just see her thriving there so it's it's a a great place to go from yeah and and in your illustration earlier about uh, the guy who'd um discovered no discovered their strengths uh, afresh uh you mentioned that the team had kind of developed around you know people like them yeah uh, and obviously the beauty of strength finder is that it's it's valuing the, the difference that and the diversity that a team can bring. Yes, yes. I think, um, well, there's some really fascinating studies out there now on unconscious bias, but I think we will all naturally veer towards recruiting people like us hmm. unless we're very conscious about not. And I have huge respect for leaders who deliberately go out and go, I'm not very good at this. I'm going to make sure I, I can find someone who's really good at this and not only do that, but then figure out how to support them in that. Because I think that's also really difficult for leaders to, to know what somebody who's very different from them needs from mm. them as a leader. Yeah. But yes, I think the, the other studies show that diversity on teams um, it's hard, much harder to create a, a functioning team. But if you put the work in and you do it, you get far better, far greater quality results, better yeah. quality decision making, better quality um, output. And um, have you seen the local church as a whole benefit or is it mostly just teams? Uh, I have. Um, it's, it's, I've done it with a smaller church where the whole church has done Strength Finder right. and that's been really fun mm. um, and I have worked um, alongside other people who've done Strength Finder across the whole church uh, usually it's more, more usual that I work with it as a team development tool um, for leadership teams but um, it's really fun you know Strength Finder is so uh, you know, you can direct it in so many different ways. We've, I've used it for marriage prep, for um, couples counselling, for uh, families, for small groups, um, you know, one-to-ones or coaching. And I think my favourite one church gave a coaching session as gifts to their volunteers one year as kind of, you've worked so hard this year, you deserve some personal development. Uh, that was really fun. Oh, sounds fab- fabulous. Great. Well, Barbara, time time's almost defeated us, but um, it is time just to mention uh, how people could get in touch with you because some people are going to be really inspired by... Uh, this conversation and uh, there's going to be lights going on all over the place and maybe some curiosity as people ask the question well hang on what what are my strengths um you know what are the thir- one you know my five top five out of the 34 so how could people get in touch and, and what would be the kind of things you would do with folk oh thank you i'd absolutely love to hear from your listeners um the best way to get in touch is to email me which would be barbara at triquesterteens.com um, and I would, uh, I always have a, you know, give give my clients a free consulting conversation on the front end just to hear what they're looking for and and understand what issues they're concerned about. And um, so, yeah, that would be would be lovely. Fabulous. And so that's Barbara at TriQuester, which um, if you're not if you're looking for a pen, uh, TriQuester is T R I Q U E S T E R Teams. Okay, so um, do get in touch with Barbara. So thank you, Barbara, so much. Thank you, Andy.
been fabulous to, to chat and uh, you know as you're listening uh, it may be that you need a the kind of spark that, that Barbara hinted at in uh, her post Italian experience um, you know and maybe going through strength finder could be something that gives you a, a, a additional boost or an adjustment to your leadership that uh, could be really valuable so uh, do do the strength finder itself and get in touch with Barbara uh, maybe as a result of that uh, look forward to your company again uh, next Sunday at 3.30 or if you're downloading this on podcast do go to Premier's website and you can get archived versions of Leadership File as well look forward to your company again next week thanks for tuning in you've been listening to The Leadership File on Premier Andy Peck serves as a tutor at CWR a Christian charity whose courses and publications aim to apply God's word to everyday life contact him via email apeck at cwr.org.uk.